Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm reasonably confident the snow is finally ending in these parts. I've been scanning the radar for days now, waiting for it to end. And the meteorologists had it right about this long snow event, and then it'll usher in bitter cold into these parts. Um, We didn't get a ton of snow here in the Twin Cities. It just was relentless and heavy, wet snow here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And I, I did a little shoveling before the show today. And I'm going to probably go out and do the final cleanup before it starts to get really, really cold. But we are not done with the snow, as you heard in the weather department earlier, that in that forecast uh, a moment ago, uh, we have uh, some snow chances Monday afternoon and Monday night, and then again Wednesday. And it looks like that... uh, Big storm will drift just to our south this week. That that there's a big another big storm brewing, and it looks like it'll move. I, I heard Paul Douglas say on Friday night I was f- sitting in for Henry Lake before the Timberwolves and after the Timberwolves that uh, it'll move from Denver to Chicago, and that that'll keep the heaviest stuff out of here. But uh, winter has certainly arrived in these parts with the Sub-Zero. And and one other part of it, uh, so far so good on the furnace front. But uh, I woke up this morning, slept in a little bit. My wife said, yeah, the furnace is out. It's like 65 degrees in the house. You really don't notice that when you're in bed, but when you get out, it's like, uh, the, the furnace did not pop on as programmed. Uh, so I got a hold of the HVAC guy, and uh, he, he told me what it was. What I was able to do is do a reboot and get it going, but uh, it is going to need a little service. But I think we'll be able to get through the weekend. doesn't seem to be a major problem, uh, which, which is good, but it's always scary when the heat's out uh, and, and bitter cold looming. So he, he's going to come out uh, on Monday. Hopefully we can limp through the weekend on that front weather-wise. Uh, the Timberwolves, uh, they limped through an Oklahoma City final game of the road trip. They were banged up. 
no Torian Prince, no Jordan McLaughlin. We knew Carl Anthony Towns wouldn't play. Rudy Gobert got banged up on this trip. He didn't play. And then D'Angelo Russell, who's been injured, uh, thought he might give it a go. And then uh, right before the pregame show went on the air, Alan Horton sent out a tweet and said, no, D'Lo is not going to go. So all those guys were out of the lineup. And Nas Reed and Anthony Edwards came up big in the victory for the Timberwolves last night. So uh, they find a way to get it done. Uh, they, they gave up, I believe, a 21-4 to run at the end of the fourth quarter and went to the fourth down by three, and they end up winning by two. They didn't have a good night shooting free throws, but they had a pretty good night from outside the three-point arc. So the Timberwolves prevail, finish the road trip on a high note. They sit one game under five hundred, and they have uh, three games at home coming up. One with the Bulls on Sunday evening, pregame 5.30, tip just after 6, Jerilyn Steele to follow. And then the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, Monday and Wednesday night, our start time 6.30 here on the home of the Timberwolves. And then quite a road trip coming up for the Timberwolves, Jonathan Lowe. They'll be in Boston. I don't know if there's a team in the NBA playing better than the Celtics right now. Uh, You go down to Miami and play the Heat. Then you get to New Orleans Pelicans, who are one of the big surprises out of the gate in the NBA. Uh, that, that That's a pretty tough trip uh, for the Timberwolves. And, oh, by the way, they finish that four-gamer on the road with with a stop in Milwaukee and a date with Giannis and the Bucks. So they've got some tough games coming up. Yeah, you're talking prob- basically the two best teams in the East in yeah. Milwaukee and Boston, and then uh, – the team until a couple of nights ago that had the best record in the West in New Orleans, and they were they were coming on with that playoff run and that series against Phoenix last last season, and now they get Zion Williamson back to add to you know Brandon Ingram and what they added with C.J. McCollum. So you've got. A very formidable, like you said, of the road trip. And and a Miami team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last season. Yes, that's right. So, no, this is not going to be an easy stretch as the the Wolves still try to find themselves. They're still struggling to find who they are and to find how they're going to, to manage through this season, manage to get some momentum, positive momentum, in during this season. Well, and the thing about the Timberwolves, they weren't playing particularly well when they had everybody available, including Carl Anthony Towns. We still have no idea when Cat's going to come back. Uh, D'Lo's return is imminent. We really don't know about Rudy Gobert and how long he's going to be out of the lineup. And then Torian Prince and Jordan McLaughlin. So the the thought is is that, at the very least, if D'Angelo Russell was a game-time decision in Oklahoma City, you would assume he would be available uh, for that Sunday night tilt with the Bulls. We don't know for sure, but but you would assume that he would be available for that tilt. But yeah, we'll, we'll tr- I mean it's it's tricky this time of the year with with injuries and these, you know, more day-to-day things, these you know that that cat was going to be out for a while, but when you get these, you know, these ankles, these elbows, these shoulders, these things that you might be able to play through 
or might be a week or less, you can't get those are even more nagging because you just still can't get a consistent lineup. Even even with someone being out for two or three months, as long as it's one injury and it's a big injury, you can still get a combination going. But if it's these nagging injuries, you just can't get all your stuff together for a consistent lineup. Well, and, and the, the guy I'm really happy for and the way he played, we talked a lot about it. I was in for Henry on Timberwolves tonight. Is you got to be happy for a guy like Nas Reed. He, he had a terrific game, and they absolutely positively – you hear this term step up a lot in sports. It's almost a cliche. But, but he really did step up, and they needed that win, getting back to the strength of the schedule coming up. Now, the Bulls have struggled this year, but, but they have talent. Zach Levine's coming to town for that Sunday night game. By the way, Jerilyn will follow the game on Sunday night here on CCO. And then uh, Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks come in for two in a row, Monday and Wednesday night. And then we mentioned that very difficult road trip on the way. But happy for Nas Reed that that he was able to step up. And then, of course, uh, Ant did a nice job. Uh, Even though free throws at the end of the game, uh, those were two ugly free throws by Ant. One for five from the line in the game. So they were certainly able to survive that. Yeah, you can't have that at the end of the game. You can't have that. <laughs> and and neither of those free throws for Ant were close at the end of that game last night. Now, he was able to laugh it off as time expired, and the Minnesota Vikings or the Minnesota Timberwolves were able to survive. Meanwhile, the Vikings made a game of it, and we'll talk more about the purple when that game goes final over at U.S. Bank Stadium. One other thing I wanted to bring up, and we'll get into more detail a little bit later on, Sarah McClellan's going to join us. She covers the Wild for the Star Tribune. And the Minnesota Wild are surging again. It's certainly been a roller coaster ride uh, for the Wild. But they take down the Chicago Blackhawks last night, 4-1. to one. And uh, the Wild have extended uh, their winning streak and are, are playing pretty good hockey after a forgettable start to the trip to Canada, where they got beat by Calgary and Edmonton, then got back on track in Vancouver, and have been rolling ever since. So Sarah McClung's going to join us at about 4.35 here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Here's what's coming up on the program. A little bit later on, we're going to talk about fan behavior and sporting events. And an open letter that uh, a kid wrote to fans and parents at his high school right here in Minnesota. It's, it's sort of gone viral. And and we'll get into all of that. And it goes far beyond fan behavior at youth and high school sporting events. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later on in the program here on News Talk E3OWCCO. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney following the news and weather at 4. Sarah McClellan as I mentioned, covers the Wild for the Star Tribune, joins at 4.35. We'll talk more Timberwolves later on in the program. Scott Miller from MLB, or covers MLB from his home base in San Diego. Covered the Twins earlier in his career for the Pioneer Press. Uh, has worked with a lot of organizations. And now is a regular contributor to the New York Times. So Scott Miller will talk about free agency, 
The big signing, Carlos Correa, goes to the Giants, 13 years, $350 million. We'll also talk about uh, uh, the Twins moves uh, so far this offseason. And that, that'll be another topic of discussion as we move through the day here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. They pick up Joey Gallo, loves to strike out, uh, has hit some home runs, had a tough 22 season. Hopefully that he can bounce back. Is a pretty good defensive outfielder by all accounts, but I saw a number. Strikes out in almost 40% of his at-bats in the major leagues. That is a lot. So so we'll get into all of that uh, on the program today here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. It is 319, and we have, uh, once again, a lot coming up on this Sunday afternoon. Uh, we're done at 6 tonight, and our sports coverage continues tomorrow here on News Talk, E3OWCCO, with The Huddle, uh, Pete Nigerian, Matthew Collar, uh, hosting the huddle between 10 and noon. Here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's award-winning 24 7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Saturday here at News Talk, A3O-WCCO. Division Three football playoffs champion has been crowned North Central of Illinois. Had... uh, 
21-0 lead early in the fourth. They go on to win 28-21 over Mount Union. So number one seed Norris Central of Illinois wins the title over Mount Union last night, 28-21. Uh, 14 points in the first three quarters of the game, 35 combined points in the fourth. Norris Central uh, wins the title. Uh, meanwhile, uh, D2, uh, Ferris State beat Colorado Mines 41 to 17. It's a final to win the D2 championship. FCS underway. How about North Dakota State uh, taking on a, a very formidable uh, club last night, pulling out the victory in Fargo, and now South Dakota State is underway as well, Jonathan. Yeah, North Dakota State uh, playing Incarnate Word last night, and uh, the last couple weeks the Bison have had some test. Uh, they, they had a test in the first half against Samford before scoring late in the first half, getting a lead, and then pulling away in the second half. Uh, last night it looked like Incarnate Word was staying with the Bison step for step, actually had a lead going into the fourth quarter, and the Bison get two scores in the fourth, a, a field goal and a touchdown. And then uh, I, would, I, I didn't see the game itself, but I was looking over the, the rundown of the, the, the play-by-play and the drive-by-drive. And they had a um, they had a interception. Uh, the the Bison did. They they picked off the Incarnate Word quarterback late to seal that game. And South Dakota State is underway in Brookings, taking on Montana State, the fifth seed in the tournament. And uh, right now, it is in the first quarter, about midway through the first. South Dakota State scored on their first possession, and Montana State just went down the field. They got in on fourth and goal. Uh, the Jackrabbits stuffed Montana State, stuffed the Bobcats on third and goal at inside the one, and uh, Montana State was able to get in and uh, get into the end zone. So now it uh, looks like it is tied at seven in Brookings in that semifinal again midway through the first quarter, just really getting started out west. Outside in Brookings. And one of the one of the storylines about that is that students were going to go home at South Dakota State, but they said, you can stay in the dorm, we're, we're going to buy meals, please hang around so we can have some students at this game today. And, and with the impending snow and cold, uh, just even – tougher weather than, than we saw here in the Twin Cities. I mean, blizzard conditions. I wonder how many students took them up on it and decided to hang around for the football game today. That, that would be very interesting. But they made a big push to try and get some kids to stick around in Brookings. Yeah, it's it's a big thing to try to get to the, the national championship. I believe last season um, SDSU got to the semis. And I believe they lost to this Montana State team, if I remember correctly. I think this is a rematch of last year's semifinals. I'll have to look uh, look at that real quick. But to have that home field advantage all the way up till the championship game, it's a big deal. And so being able to for the students to come out to support the team that is the top team in FCS, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice thing to see. Yeah, um, I, I'm not so sure 
Um, if I have a, had a student, it's kind of like, no, with this weather, get your finals done, get home, let's be done with it. So we'll see. I know there's a little concern about, you know, how many folks because of the weather would, would make their way to Brookings uh, for the football game today. And that's trying to set up an all Missouri Valley football conference final for all the marbles and FCS. I mean, it's, it is the rivalry right now. I would say, in all of FCS, not just the Missouri Valley, but in the entirety of that division of NCAA football. Uh, again, North Dakota State has been the standard bearer for the last decade or so. And the team, there, there have been teams that have challenged them, James Madison and um, uh, some of these. Uh, I th- last year it was Montana State that challenged them in the, in the final. But South Dakota State is local. And getting to that rivalry point, this happened a couple weeks ago with all these rivalry games in, in Division One in FBS. You know, you've got an Auburn, Alabama, an Ohio State, Michigan, a, uh, a Stanford, Cal, a USC, UCLA. All these rivalry games where you know the opponent, you play them every year, you have familiarity. Some of these, some of these teams might have players from the other state or from the other side, so to speak, it's uh, there's something special about that. And so it, to see that as the FCS championship game, it'd be really something, especially here in the upper Midwest. Yeah, absolutely. Two programs uh, with Minnesota kids. There's definitely a Minnesota connection to both stool, schools and both programs, and that's certainly good to see. And it, it makes it even more interesting to me is St. Thomas continues to build their reputation in FCS. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if the Missouri Valley Football Conference said, and let's face it, college football is a lot about media and media markets, that if they don't open the door at some point for St. Thomas to join the Missouri Valley. I don't know if that's in uh, the Tommy's plans to join the Missouri Valley Football Conference, but uh, they, they have shown in short order, that they can compete uh, at the Division One level in football. Yes. A couple things real quick. So uh, uh, Montana State missed the extra point, so actually the Jackrabbits are still up 7-6 to six as we get later in the first quarter, about 4.15 to go in the first, and it is a rematch of last year. Last season, Montana State hosted SDSU, beat them 31-17 in the national semifinal game. So this is a rematch of last season. All right. And it would be intriguing if at some point St. Thomas would go. Question is, where would St. Thomas play? I don't think O'Shaughnessy Stadium would be adequate for the jump to the Missouri Valley. But how exciting would that be for that league to be able to get North Dakota State or South Dakota State uh into the cities every other year for a football game. I, I, I think it would be uh, quite a draw, and I think there would be some very interesting rivalries. Uh, who knows, maybe some point down the road. Quick break, we'll come back. We'll have an update on the weather on this Saturday afternoon here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Wanted to get into that heartwarming, appropriate story, and maybe you've heard about it. Noah Bierke Weiser actually posted a plea on Facebook after his 
team's home game. Uh, he's the captain of the Lacrescent boys basketball team. And his, his team beat Fillmore Central 62-53 to on Tuesday. It was the team's first home game of the season and the only one, or the, the only home game until early January. There's an article in the Star Tribune by Kevin Bertels. Uh, by the way, John Millay went and talked to the kid and uh, has a blog at the High School League website. Basically, what he went on to say in this open letter on Facebook, we all need to know there were some controversial calls last night, but nothing is going to be perfect. As a captain of the varsity team, I'd like to come out and say we need to stop yelling at the refs. Us as players and as spectators in the stands, nobody will ever call a perfect game, and everybody makes mistakes. We all get it as frustrating in watching and playing in the game where the officiating is not great, but we need to stop. And we heard throughout the fall that officiating is becoming harder and harder to find. Uh, We had more games instead of on Friday night, Thursday, or, or Saturday because of official shortages. And you're right. And he's right. Never going to be perfect. They don't do it for a living. You can't have games without officials. And I'm so glad this this young man did this. And it's getting a lot of deserved attention. Because when John Millay tweeted this, I, I did a retweet. And you can find it uh, on my Twitter feed, at Steve Thompson MN, and read it. You'll have to screw down a little bit. But it is um, it is an important message. And I've noticed this over the years at U Sports when my daughters were involved. I cover a lot of high school sporting events. Come on. You go out there and try. You, you put on the official's uniform. You try and officiate these games. It's difficult. You have NFL officials, NBA officials. The the NBA and NHL, they're full-time. This is what they do for a living. Um, These NFL officials make mistakes. Uh, Professional soccer officials make mistakes. You start getting into youth sports and high school sports. uh, It it really is a, a sad set of circumstances. Once again, a tip of the cap to Noah Bjerke Weiser after his Facebook post. Once again, you can find the article at startribune.com or check out uh, John Malay's blog, uh, John's Journal, at the High School League website because uh, he had mentioned that he was going to go down and talk to this kid and, and do a piece. And John's been covering high school sports, uh, for a long time. But uh, always pretty good stuff uh, when when you have someone like this take a stand. Uh, he went on to say in his Facebook post, 
I don't believe this was intended, just the people in the stands, as I know personally can improve, as well as our players, when a 50-50 call doesn't go our way. I think when we experience frustration on Tuesday night, instead of looking at ourselves and what we can control, we focused on some calls we didn't agree with. So, great statement by someone who's playing. Uh, a leader in that community and saying, we can do better. And and we certainly can. Now, generally, most spectators are respectful. Like I say, I do a lot of high school sporting events, uh, particularly volleyball and football in the fall. I do boys and girls hockey, boys and girls basketball in the winter months for local cable TV outlets and NSPN.TV. And then I'm involved in spring sports. Uh, for the most part, I do boys and girls lacrosse. I, I will do some softball and baseball in the spring. And then do some legion ball and amateur ball in the summer months. And there is no question that we can't have games without officials. And if it's more and more difficult and more and more unpleasant for these officials to call these games, then what? People need to back off. And once again, a tip of the cap to Noah Bjerke Weiser uh, for putting that out there on Facebook. So good stuff and getting a lot of praise as a result. And hopefully that message can be carried forward. And I think it's more meaningful when it comes from the players. It's one thing for coaches or administrators or people in the media to preach And say we, once again, you you go to a pro football game and an NFL official makes a bad call. Okay. They they probably can't hear you out in the middle of the field. Uh, You want to rip them on social media, fine. But in youth sports, high school sports in particular, we, we just need to back off. It is what it is. These officials are doing the best they can. It is not easy to officiate. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I, I had a part-time job umpiring. And I did it for a couple of years. And after a while, I, I just had rabbit ears. I, I kept hearing people complaining about balls and strikes and said, it's not worth it. I don't need this. Maybe I was too thin-skinned. But, you know, I, I, I'm coming out here trying to umpire the game, do the best I can. I understand the strike zone. I'm not going to be perfect. And there would be a parent chirping behind me about balls and strikes. Now, I never got to this point. Take off the mask and said, you do it. I'm heading out. I didn't want to do that to the kids or the coaches. There were a couple of times in my all-too-brief umpiring career, I just wanted to say, I don't need this. This is not worth it. 3.45, 3.45, 15 minutes now, in front of 4 o'clock here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. We still have a long way to go on this Saturday afternoon, and a lot of good stuff coming up. Steve Carney will take us outdoors. Uh, we'll talk ice fishing. Uh, the snow certainly doesn't help uh, ice anglers, so we'll, we'll get Steve's thoughts on that following the news and weather at 4 o'clock. Uh, we'll talk. Vikings Colts, Sarah McClellan covers the wild for the Star Tribune. I will talk Timberwolves with Chris Hine. 
Uh, he covers uh, the team uh, for the Star Tribune as well. And then Scott Miller will join us from Southern California. He's covered the major leagues for a long time. Now a regular contributor to the New York Times. Uh, was at the World Series for the Times. And we'll talk free agency. And uh, the big money thrown around, Carlos Correa leaves the Twins. And ultimately, uh, we'll um, discuss Carlos Correa's 13-year, $350 million contract. So a lot of money being thrown around. We'll get into that with Scott Miller before the end of the program today here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Next Saturday, we'll, we'll take the day off. Our holiday programming begins at 11 a.m., so Shaletta has got the day off between 11 and 2, and our holiday programming continues through Christmas Eve and all day Christmas Day here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. A couple other things I wanted to get into on this uh, Saturday afternoon was uh, another update on that FCS. What is going on in Brookings, South Dakota? Uh, South Dakota State uh, trying to win that game over Montana State and uh, get a date with North Dakota State in the FCS championship game. Yes, Steve. Uh, It is now 14-6. South Dakota State, they did go down and score on their last possession. It is now early second quarter. Montana State has the ball around the Jackrabbits' 35-yard line, now third and long for the Bobcats as they try to uh, basically stay in touch, uh, stay close in close touch with uh, the Jackrabbits. But again, uh, South Dakota State does have a touchdown lead, 14-6, to as we go early in the second quarter in Brookings. Uh, we had talked about Vikes Colts uh, over at U.S. Bank Stadium and the, that, the, the never-ending noon start in overtime. Underway now, Ravens and Browns in Cleveland. The former Cleveland Browns, now the Baltimore Ravens, taking on the new Cleveland Browns in, in Cleveland. The Ravens 9-4, and four, sneaky 9-4 and four, uh just extraordinary, generally, year in and year out, what they're able to do in Baltimore. And then uh, Cleveland disappointing 5-8. and eight. And then the nightcap tonight, uh, Miami and Buffalo. And they, they showed some video in Buffalo of <laughs> the, the snow in Orchard Park and the work they were doing. And I think it was a shot from earlier today, and I'm thinking, these guys better hurry up. This is a night game. Like in tonight game, um, I don't know how much snow fell on Buffalo, but they had a lot of work to do to to get that stadium ready. And I, I don't know if it's like Green Bay where they invite the community in to shovel the grandstand. Uh, one thing I have heard, and I think this was true, maybe it was during the Vikings-Bills telecast, that they are going to build a new stadium right next door in Orchard Park. And I think this is going to be a la te- the old Texas Stadium where the grandstands are covered with a roof, but the field is open air, kind of like Allianz, if you will, where uh, Minnesota United FC plays. 
looks like a really cool stadium, but they're going to finally get a new one in Buffalo. Now with with a hole in the roof, the snow's still going to fall in. But, uh, boy, they had a ton of work to do. And that's Dolphins and Bills, and the Bills uh, favored by seven in that one. Uh, Sunday, Lions try and keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, they will take on uh, the Jets. Uh, Jonathan Lowe's Kansas City Chiefs will be in Houston to play the one eleven and one Texans. Kansas City on the road, fourteen and a half point favorites in that game. Uh, Jonathan Lowe, your thoughts? Don't be Dallas, KC. Don't be Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Dallas, you know, at least Kansas City will be on the road, and Dallas was hosting last week, but the, the Texans should have beaten Dallas um, just like a certain uh, thing that's going on right now, maybe, possibly, uh, maybe a, same, a similar situation. Uh, but we won't talk about that right now. Um, real quick thought on the AFC at the moment. And I, I will certainly say this, that I don't know if there's a better team right now in the AFC than Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. They, they've turned it up. They played really well against your team a couple of weeks back. Uh, th- that was really a nice win for Cincinnati. And a, a team that went all the way to the Super Bowl, uh, they they were struggled a little bit earlier in the year, but they're they're playing well now. Yeah, right now it looks like it's a three team race for the AFC. Baltimore, like you said, they're they're nine and four, but they're an under the radar nine and four. Lamar Jackson is out right now, so you don't know how good this team is going to play, how well they're going to play as we get into the uh, the playoffs. Uh, Miami seems to be fading a little bit. We'll find out more about them tonight in Buffalo, but they seem to be fading uh, the last couple weeks out west. And, and someone brought this up. It's kind of a bad, really bad road trip for, for the Dolphins. They go out west to San Francisco. They go out west to the L.A. to take on the Chargers. And then on a short week, they're in Buffalo in yeah. in Oof. sub-freezing weather. So they're, we'll see if they can rebound get a get a win over a divisional opponent tonight, but they seem to be fading. So it looks like right now it's between Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati for the hierarchy of the AFC. Well, and you, you got to be worried in those conditions about Tua as well because there is no doubt they're a completely different team when he's healthy. Yeah, let's just say it's been a rough season physically for Tua Tungvaluwa. Uh this this won't be able to help him, I don't oh. think, this evening. No, for sure. All right, quick break for the news. The weather will go outdoors with Steve Carney uh, coming up here on News Talk, E3O, WCCO. Looks like that snow is going to wind down tonight, a low near 6. Tomorrow some sun and 13. It'll be good to see the sun, even if for a few hours tomorrow, before some snow moves in on Monday afternoon. Here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.